What's up, guys? Welcome back to this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. A few weeks ago, I posted on my Instagram a story basically asking what podcast topic ideas you guys wanted to hear about. And one of the ones I got is actually one that I was going to go ahead and talk about, which is healthy conflict resolution, or basically just how to deal with conflict. So I was really excited when I got that one because um, I already wanted to kind of touch on that topic. But before we actually get into it, I first of all want to say that I'm no expert on conflict resolution at all. I can think of a million ways that I could have gone about conflict resolution differently in my life and and think of specific situations where I did handle things wrong and so I want to make that clear like I'm not speaking on this from a place of like I've mastered it so here's what I know but it's more of like these are things that I've just learned along the way and even things that I'm continuing to learn as I figure things out and as I figure conflict out in my own life even today and so yeah like I said I just want to say that first because I'm I'm learning, I'm growing, and these are just things that I thought would probably help be helpful for some of you guys just trying to figure things out when it comes to conflict. I understand that this is a topic that honestly is probably one of the most complicated topics anyone could ever talk about. It really is uh, one of those situations where it's like, all right, it depends on your situation, it depends on who you're having conflict with, it depends on where you're at, all that sort of thing. Um, but I kind of wanted to tackle it in just a general way and really give you guys I don't know even just some personal ways that I've learned how to deal with conflict sometimes even the hard way and things that could really help you as you go about dealing with conflict with family members roommates friends your boss whoever it might be I think conflict resolution and dealing with conflict has so, so much to do, if not everything, to do with personality and how you were raised. Because, unfortunately, most of us, honestly, haven't been taught to address conflict well or haven't been taught how to go about conflict in a way that's the most healthy for both people involved in it. Unresolved conflict, whether it's big or small, no matter who it's with, no matter what the situation is, it truly has the potential and has the power to mess up your life, honestly. I think it's really easy for us to a lot of times put things off, put certain conversations we need to have off or think of ways to kind of avoid the situation or kind of push it to the side and not truly work things out. And I think also a lot of times like we'll revert to this like thought of, time heals and like with time things will kind of work things out and I won't have to worry about it or it won't weigh so heavy on me anymore and I think that time does play a factor in a lot of areas in our life sometimes when it comes to healing and processing emotion and all that sort of thing but the reality is I think when it comes to conflict allowing time to be a solution honestly it'll kill you slowly in order to allow conflict to not control our lives and to ensure that we have the most healthy relationship possible with ourselves and with other people, we have to face conflict and that's just the way that we have to do it. I think all of us are aware that whether it's with your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, grandparents, boss, friends, whoever it is, relationships honestly require so much work. Like relationships are the most beautiful thing that life offers us, but they're also a lot of work. Obviously, you'll find yourself fighting more with a brother, sister than you will a friend most of the time. Maybe. I don't I know that everybody's situation is different. But 
one thing that I've been thinking about and even one thing that I've learned is that there are certain things and there's keys to making sure that whatever conflict we find ourselves in, whatever conversation we find ourselves in that is heated or that honestly we don't really see a way out or we don't see a solution, allowing our posture to be more of wanting to listen rather than wanting to be understood, I think is honestly sets the tone for the way that you go about dealing with whatever conflict you're facing. If you really think about it, right, when we're in the middle of a conversation that's not so great, that is not what we want to be having, when we're in the middle of an argument or a fight, I can guarantee you half the actually probably a lot more than half the time we're not thinking like oh I really just want to understand this person or like my goal is not to get my point across it really is to just understand where they're coming from sometimes that might be the case but I can guarantee you a lot of times especially in arguments and heated fights and conversations all we want is for the person to understand all we want is for there to be a solution all we want is to be understood and half the time we find ourselves really not being the best of listeners I think one of the keys to having the best conflict resolution is actually doing what doesn't come as naturally to us, which is why it's so hard. I want to get personal for a second and share about just a specific relationship in my life um, that has honestly been probably the most work for me and has taught me the most about what healthy conflict resolution looks like. My mom is a person that I would say is the most opposite from me. I think a lot of people wouldn't think that, that know me because they're like, you guys look so much alike and you have the same like mannerisms and like you talk the same and like all those things. When it comes down to personality, sure, we might look the same, but when it comes down to personality, we are complete opposite. And I think that that's played a huge role in how our relationship has kind of unfolded. And just the main reason behind why we've had so much conflict throughout my childhood and growing up. I remember like it started in second, third grade where I just always felt like I was fighting with my mom. And I think it was really alarming because it started out at such a young age. And I just remember like even getting into middle school and early high school and just honestly getting to a point. And again, I'm getting personal with you guys. And I know my mom is fine with me sharing this because it really was a lesson for both of us, especially for me. And I think one of the biggest things I learned is that it's not all about me. And I know that's like a like a given. Like, okay, like, obviously, you know, I don't want to be selfish and I, I care about my mom's feelings too and I care about the other person. And I, But it's almost like subconsciously I was so focused on, well, she's just this or she did that or her personality is just so blank or whatever. And that would kind of be my mindset going into arguments or conversations. And without even realizing it, I just kind of was so blinded to her side of the story and what she was dealing with or how I would make her feel because I was so caught up in, well, I just can't stand when she does blank. It's funny because I think you guys can probably attest to the fact that a lot of the craziest conflict situations, especially with family members, probably stem from literally the dumbest things. Like that's how it was with my mom always growing up. It was always the smallest things that would like tick one of us off. And then that would turn into like the biggest argument about how we make each other feel and just emotions would just be going crazy. And it just felt like a lot of times there was no solution to anything. I remember even getting to points in my life where I was just like, 
honestly, I don't see how I'll ever get past this aspect of our relationship and I just feel like I'll never have a good relationship with my mom and that's just the way that I thought and I really had gotten to a point where I had just basically given up on any hopes of being close with my mom or seeing my mom as more than just my mom but an actual friend or someone that I could confide in I had honestly just given up on all that because there was so much unresolved conflict in my life that I had just buried and buried and buried ever since the second grade and it's like I didn't even realize it For me specifically in this situation, and again, this is my own personal example, maybe you can relate to it or kind of see how it can connect to some person or situation in your life, but one thing that I noticed in my relationship with her is that a lot of the conflict that we were having, like, I don't know, two, three years ago stemmed from this, like, bitterness that I had towards her from things that had happened, I'm not even kidding, like, six or seven years prior, and... I went to therapy, so this helped me (laughs) a lot to figure this out, and I also just allowed myself to really be like, okay, like, let me evaluate this relationship because there's, there's no way, there's no way that I, I want to give up on it, you know, I had really gotten to a point where it was just sad because I felt like we were always arguing, and I felt like we could never see eye to eye, and I felt like I just didn't want to be around my mom, and everything she did just bothered me, and you know what I'm saying? It It was that sort of relationship. And as I began to think about all these things, I really, like I said, began to realize like, dang, a lot of like the reason why I can't stand my mom or I've like given up on this, honestly, relationship that could be something so special, not perfect, but special is the fact that I still haven't gotten over things that happened years ago. So once I started to realize those things, it was a it was a process. It wasn't just like I was like, oh, all of a sudden I'm good and like, oh yeah, sorry. That was, you know, those were things that I should have figured out years ago. No, it was a process. It really honestly took a few, actually several hard conversations with my mom that now I look back and I'm like, I'm so, so glad that we were able to have those because they were so helpful. Um, but it was not easy at all. It, it was a process and it was a journey that required both of us to be all in and get to a point where we're like, okay, we don't want to let these things that happened in the past not allow us to be able to be a daughter and a mother that, again, don't have a perfect relationship because that's not possible, but be able to say like, you know, we are close and we have done the work required in order to have the healthiest relationship possible between the both of us. And that was something that we both had to decide. So basically what that looked like conversation-wise, I remember one specific day we went to a park and I told her, I was like, hey, can you get coffee? Can we go walk or whatever? I need to talk to you. And I went ahead and told her like, this is not going to be a really easy conversation to have, but I know it's one that we need to have. So the next day we went to a park and I remember kind of just laying it all out in the most respectful way possible and even just telling her like, these are things that I've noticed and I've just realized that I've just had this bitterness and almost like, I don't know, just this anger towards you that I really didn't realize was there. And I feel like on my part, that's why I've just been having such a hard time when it comes to our relationship. And one thing that I learned that I think is extremely important to know and to apply when you're having a hard conversation with someone that requires both you explaining your part and being like hey these are the things that I could have done different this is how I could be better for both of us but also not ignoring the fact that there are things that they have done that have also hurt you I think that it's so no 
I know that it's so important. And guys, it makes all the difference if you really just choose your words wisely. Like, it's very surprising how word choice is literally like one of the biggest factors into having a really healthy conflict resolution conversation. So, for example, practically that would look like instead of just being like, hey, these are the things that bother me. You make me feel blank. You do this and it really bothers me. You, 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 you. I think it's really easy to go to that side of it and just let it all out and really have no sort of filter. And that is honestly a lot of times what we want to do just without even thinking. We just let emotion take over and that's the way that we go a lot of times. But I think it's really important as you go about a conversation that could easily turn into a fight or an argument or you're laying out just your emotion and saying some things that will not be very easy for the other person to hear. I think it's so important to have like set as one of your goals to make sure that you give room and you leave space for the other person to feel comfortable and for the other person to feel heard even before they've even said anything. So what that looked like with the conversation with my mom, just to give you guys a personal example and just a a visual kind of, is instead of going about it in a way that's like, you make me feel so blank, or when you do this, it really bothers me because blank. That's what we revert to, like I said. But kind of going about it in a way that's more like, I feel this way when you do this, and really putting emphasis on I feel, not you do, you are, you make, and kind of like accusing. I think that's something that's really easy for us to do is just, directly go to accusing people of of the way that they make us feel or what they do and why it bothers us so much those feelings are valid let me just say that first whatever you're feeling and whatever the person does that bothers you all those things those are valid feelings that's the way that you feel but for the sake of the conflict and for the sake of the other person and for the sake of the relationship one of the best things that you can do is really putting emphasis on the way that you feel and not so much what they do I hope that makes sense. Um, But like I said, it all really does come down to word choice. So with my mom, like a lot of times I would say like in this specific situation or I would use examples back from years ago, like in this this day, I remember that this happened. And I just remember that in that moment, I felt really, I don't know, upset. And I would say like, I don't think it was your like intention to make me feel that way but I just want you to know that's how I feel and that's how I took it that's how I that's how I feel that's how I took it and believe it or not you'll begin to see hopefully again everybody's different some people unfortunately are just not mature enough to go about a conversation and situation in the best way and that's unfortunate but if you find yourself in a place where you are having a conversation with a person that is open and that is really really at a point where they're willing to do everything possible to have healthy conflict resolution I think that's one of the best things that you can do is really watch the words that you use and put emphasis on your feelings and emphasis on the fact that you don't want to accuse the other person you don't want to accuse them of having malicious intent because I think if they know that and they believe that you really don't believe that about them that it'll leave room for them to just kind of relax. I think another thing to keep in mind is that when there's a conversation that needs to be had or when a fight kind of arouses or conflict the person is already going into it with this guard up to a certain extent and so I think one thing to 
really keep in mind is that even as you start the conversation, even as you go about or you realize when things are starting to get heated, you want that guard to be down. You want the person, no matter how upset you are, no matter how mad you are, no matter how much bitterness you have built up, you really want to make sure that you make the other person feel as comfortable and as heard as possible because no matter how hard that is and no matter how selfless it is and it's I know it's hard to do that that will make all the difference when it comes to having really hard conversations that might make the other person feel accused or like they're the bad guy or that you hate them if that makes sense I just want to say again and remind you guys that I I understand that every situation is different and you're having conflict here and there with all types of different people and all types of different relationships and obviously you're having some conflict with people that you're closer with and so it might be easier to let these emotions out than with, I don't know, like a boss or a professor. But either way, I think that you can implement that word choice thing and just making the other person feel as heard and comfortable as possible before even getting into the conversation or even before they've started speaking um because you'll you'll realize that it really does make the biggest difference instead of just kind of going into it just full force emotions out because then the other person's going to get like oh okay they're accusing me blah, blah blah and that's that's gonna obviously be not a great conversation at the end of the day i think one of the hardest things to come to terms with is the fact that if we really desire healthy conflict resolution and if we really desire to maintain a relationship with someone or work at a relationship with someone that you know is not the easiest to I don't know live with or it's just been really hard lately we really need to come to terms with the fact that it's all about selflessness and it really is all about the desire to understand over the desire to be understood and there is room for the other person to understand you and there is room for you to have a say in the conversation obviously it requires two people um and I don't even really think it's 50-50. I think it's both uh, both of you putting in 100%, both of you putting the work in. And of course, there are going to be situations where you just feel like the other person is not doing their part. And that's a really hard thing to experience, like where you feel like you're really putting the work in, you're wanting to have conversation and the other person is just not going for it. The other person just wants to avoid it, hates confrontation, which that's a thing too. And that's okay. I mean, all of us are different. But I think when it comes down to it, the most important thing you can do is just really do your part and do your part well and walk away from the conversation or even just from whatever conflict you've had, just knowing like, all right, I postured myself well. I did the best I could. I said what I needed to say in the most respectful and selfless way possible, as hard as that is. And that's the best that I can do. I know that this is also something that's very common is that in the moment you're so heated, you're so upset, you're talking to a trusted person or or a loved one or a friend or whatever about how just annoyed you are at this person or at the situation or this conflict. And then when it comes to actually talking to the person themselves or like addressing the conflict head on, it really feels like you get kind of more like, I don't know, get into this like shell almost or like really feel like you're walking on eggshells or you don't say all the things you really need to say or you get afraid or or whatever. That is also a thing and that is is really hard because I think I I personally have also like walked away from a lot of conversations where I'm like oh I should have said that or I don't know why I didn't say that or I feel like I said that wrong or I feel like they didn't get the fact that I was mad like I want them to get the fact that I'm so upset and I think it's really easy to go 
to that headspace too, there is a balance that exists between allowing the person to hear and see the way that you feel about the situation and expressing your emotion but it all comes down to really expressing your emotion in the best way because emotions are real they're valid but they're not always true because emotions are you know all over the place as I think some of you guys have probably heard like it's a dangerous thing to be led by emotion. It's it's easy for us to kind of just be like, all right, this is how I feel. That's what I'm going with. And just because you're feeling something, obviously, like I said, doesn't mean that it's not valid. But a lot of times it's not true. As easy as it is for us to be driven by emotion, it's one of the most dangerous things we can do, honestly, in life, but especially when it comes to conflict. So finding that balance between allowing yourself to say what you need to say, again, going about it in a way that's respectful, as respectful as possible, no matter how the other person is responding, and using, you know, proper word choice and all that sort of thing, Um, but also, like, knowing the goal in this conversation is not for me to make them feel horrible about themselves. The goal is to get my point across, but also as much as I feel like they don't have the right to be heard, because a lot of times that's the case too, or as much as I feel like it's all their fault, I'm going to give them the space that they need to say what they need to say, express how they feel. Because the reality is they have a side to the story that as much as you don't agree with is also just as valid as yours. I think another practical way to look at it and to avoid that situation of just purely going off of how you feel and allowing your emotions to just take over completely and take the wheel and to avoid you saying something that you're going to regret later. I think one thing that's just kind of an easy tip to apply is just to take time. If you know that that's an issue for you, then just take time. Like if you need to write it out, write it out on a piece of paper. If you need to take two, three hours, take two or three hours. Stop yourself from going about it in a way that you know you're going to regret later. Honestly, it's going to save you, well, in the worst case scenario, it could probably save you a lifetime of hurt and of regret because conflict resolution and and conversation with people that you're trying to make amends with or you're trying your best to I don't know even just like resolve problems with it's it's one of the most important things you can do and it's so difficult so before even getting to that conversation allow yourself room to be as prepared as possible know what you're going to say know what you're not going to say which I think is just as important too One other tip that I've kind of tried to implement when it comes to knowing that I'm going to approach someone with a not-so-fun conversation is no matter how much I want to talk, like, a lot of times I'll be like, all right, I need to have a conversation with someone. I'm just going to lay it out. Like, I'm going to sit them down and then just, like, go at it. Uh, One thing that has helped me a lot is as much as I want to talk first and as much as I want to just get my point across, kind of starting the conversation out with hey I wanted to have a conversation with you and I know that this might not be a fun conversation but I wanted to get your input or I wanted to see where you're at with this situation or how you felt lately with blank or how you've been feeling about our relationship or the way that we've been interacting I can guarantee you that's another way like I said before to kind of like go into the conversation letting the other person know non-verbally that as much as you're upset and as much as you really want to get your point across because of course they already know that it's so important to let them know like 
as much as I want to lay out my emotions and talk first and lay out all my feelings and all the things I'm annoyed about and whatever, fill in the blank, I care about your feelings and I care about what you have to say even if I don't agree with all of it. That's the key. Even if you don't agree because the reality is if there if there's conflict, there's disagreement. Most of the time, allowing the other person to sometimes speak first and and even just like opening the floor <laughs> to like allow them to speak in a way that's not heated and just like a hey how have you been feeling about this they're honestly a lot of times I feel like they'll be caught off guard and I found in my specific like situations a lot of times again not always because everybody's different and everybody goes about conflict in a different way but a lot of times if you go into it already just with this stance of like, all right, I don't, I don't want to argue. I don't want to fight. I just want to have a conversation with someone that I don't want to have conflict with anymore. That'll catch them off guard. And if anything, allow them to even let their guard down a little bit more. One phrase or kind of visual that could help, um, especially when it comes to relationships with family and friends and people like closest to you that you're just involved with the most and invested in the most. Um, This one really helped me with the relationship with my mom and just kind of helped me to see it in a different way. I heard this from someone that I really confide in. And um, so in relationships, especially with people close to you, like family or in this case, specifically for me, one of the relationships or people that I've had to kind of use this phrase a lot or like kind of take it into account thinking about this relationship in my life is the fact that in a relationship there's rupture and repair and so rupture basically kind of goes with this conflict in an argument or a fight or this rut that you find yourself in that you really feel like you can't get out or this really hard phase or season of the relationship where you're just like all right emotion has exploded things are not great there's been a rupture in the relationship a lot of times people will not go about repairing the relationship or repairing the rupture in the best way. Because what you want eventually, especially if it's a relationship that you don't want to give up on, and especially with my mom, when I heard this, I was like, oh my gosh, like, it's not that I didn't want to have a close relationship with mom. my mom. It's not that I didn't love my mom. It's not that I didn't want her to be my mom anymore. It was just simply the fact that I had gotten to a point where I was just like, I don't know what else to do. And I'm so sick and tired of just... I don't know, not going about it in the best way possible and just having constant conflict with my mom. A lot of times we kind of skip over the repair part and even just ignore the fact that it requires work. There's going to be rupture in relationships, but that rupture requires repair, especially if it's a relationship that you don't want to give up on and it's someone that's close to you and it's someone that you love. And it almost is like this cycle. It's not like, obviously, it's not like you have one conflict a year with a with a person that's close to you that's just unrealistic you know because relationships aren't perfect and so it's almost like this cycle of rupture and repair and rupture and repair and rupture and repair no matter how big or small it is and so there's obviously a lot of ways that you could go about repairing a conflict or repairing a relationship but as simple as it sounds and as cheesy as it sounds i'm sorry i've learned the hard way <laughs> that it goes a long way. I remember times where I would feel so torn and I remember going to my room and being like, I just, I don't want it to end like that. I'm so frustrated. I hate that we got to this point, but 
I feel like the only thing left that I have to say that could really at least help, it might not fix, but it will help the situation, is I'm sorry. And a lot of times when I tell you guys, like, there have been countless amounts of times where I, I don't really think that this is my fault. And again, a lot of times it is our fault and we just are so caught up in the, you know, I don't know, just like even selfish intent that we have because we're human or feeling like there's no way that we could be wrong or we're always in the right, which is obviously not true. But there have been specific moments and I'm sure you guys could even just like relate to this too is like there are moments where I'm sure you guys have been in arguments where you're like I swear like I swear if I were to evaluate this argument or I swear if somebody from the outside were to evaluate this argument they would see that there's no freaking way that I'm wrong right now like there's no way that they're in the right trust me I think all of us have had those arguments and those oh my god those are literally they're the worst I hate those but even in those arguments even in moments where you're like I feel like I have done everything I can and I've done my part and I've gone about this in the best way possible. I'm sorry sometimes means the world to the other person, even if you really don't necessarily or you can't pinpoint exactly what you're sorry for. Even just going to my mom in this specific situation, going back to that example, and I told her, I was like, hey, I'm sorry for whatever part I had to play in all of this and I'm sorry if I hurt you I'm sorry if I said something that hurt your feelings that made you feel less valuable that made you feel like I don't love you that made you feel like I I I don't like you I really want you to know that that's not the case and even like being honest with the other person like I feel like I've done everything I can I feel like I've gone about this in the best way possible please help me help you and help me help the situation because I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to feel like there's no solution anymore. I found that some of the best conflict resolution has come out of me just being honest with the other person. And sometimes that means just straight up being like, I don't know what else to do. And help me see if I have this like blind spot or help me see if I'm doing something or saying something that's really hurtful to you because I, I don't, want to hurt you but at the same time like I I really just want to fix what's been broken and I really want to try my best on my part to repair this relationship and do everything I can to just kind of get us out of this situation I think that's another great way to allow the other person to kind of get to a point where they're like oh wow like okay they really care like one of the best things that you can do for another person is just allow them to know that you care no matter how much you don't agree with them no matter how much you don't see eye to eye allowing them to know truly that you're at a place where you just want to understand them and you want to repair the situation and you want to do your best to do your part whatever that looks like in fixing the conflict or even if it's just getting to a place where you don't feel like you're so bitter towards them anymore it makes the world of a difference because it allows them to see that hey there might not be like one set solution for this but at least I know that they're willing to do the work with me and they care enough to want to get to a place and do what's required to get to a place where we can say we're trying like we're trying to make this relationship better we're trying to not have as much conflict we're trying to have the healthiest conflict resolution that we can at the end of the day I think healthy conflict resolution really at the root of it stems from our ability to be selfless and our ability to really as hard as it is try our best to understand where the other person is coming from no matter how much we know in our heads no matter how much we're certain that they're in the wrong I think that there's such power in allowing ourselves to 
just kind of get into this posture of I want to understand more than I want to be understood as hard as that is because trust me I know it's the hardest thing probably that you could ever do this is a topic that I could talk about for hours and I know that this won't be the only podcast that I talk about it but that's just kind of what I've learned and I used my specific example with my mom um my mom is actually going to be on the podcast at some point so I'm really thankful for what I've learned especially with the conflict and just the relationship that I've had with my mom I can say now I'm 19 and our relationship is honestly the best that it's been my whole life and it's not perfect of course we still have arguments and of course we still have things that we disagree on and that we don't see eye to eye on but I can say that the thing that's made the most difference or allowed us to really get to a place or allowed me to get to a place where I see my mom as a friend and someone that I'm comfortable with is just allowing ourselves to as hard as it is have conversation that isn't always the most fun to have but that allows us to really talk about it in a way that's healthy go about conflict in a way that's maybe not the easiest or maybe not how we would go about conflict naturally as in like allowing ourselves to be put into this mindset of like I want to do the best I can for this relationship and that's going to require me to be selfless and really hear the other person out maybe even more than they're going to hear me out honestly I can say that it's really helped our relationship and it's really allowed us to even just get more comfortable with the idea of having healthy conversation because I think one of the other main things that like didn't help our relationship for the longest time was the fact that we wouldn't sit down and have conversation about the fights and about the arguments that we would have. It would just simply be argument or no conversation at all, if that makes sense. And so we would never like take time and then come back and be like all right how can we stop this or how can we make this better or what is the solution if any to the conflict that we just had or even the conflict that we've been having for years once we got comfortable with the idea of doing that and it kind of became almost like routine for us we saw the biggest difference in our relationship and I can say like it literally our relationship did like a full 360 no joke it's it's completely different So yeah, like I said, I feel like there's so much to be talked about when it comes to healthy conflict and there's so much to be talked about when it comes to just going about conversations and arguments and fights and all that sort of thing in just the best way possible in order to know that you did your part well. Like I said, it won't be the first podcast about it, but I kind of just wanted to introduce the topic because I know that there'll be a lot more um, episodes or even just like conversations that I have with you guys about conflict because it's obviously... A huge thing and it's a huge thing that happens in, in everybody's life and in every relationship and and it's just really about finding ways to go about it in the best way even just taking into consideration that everybody's personality is different and therefore everybody processes and goes about conflict in a different way especially depending on how you were raised and just how you've been taught to go about conflict it's it's comes it comes easier to some people than others but regardless of your situation getting that like skill mastered and knowing that it's one of the most important things you can learn to do it'll save you so much unnecessary drama unnecessary pain a lot of it is you're you're not going to be able to get around and a lot of it is um just going to happen because that's just life and and a lot of it is inevitable but learning to go about all that and just 
the best way possible is one of the most important things you can do for yourself and for the people around you. So with that being said, I'm going to end this podcast on conflict there. But I hope you guys could at least get something out of it. And I hope that you're just able to have better conversation with the people around you and the people that you love in order to just repair things that have been broken. And and even if it's not like you find a solution, the first conversation ever, you're just able to know that you're doing your part well and that you're learning as you go. And don't expect this perfection out of yourself because that's not realistic, but just allow yourself room to to just learn how to go about it in a way that's that's helpful to both you and the person that's involved. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you guys in the next podcast. Bye guys.